welcome to the How to Love the Shit Out of Life podcast. I'm your host, Sally Ann Hurley, and I'll be loving the shit out of a variety of topics with you. I hope each episode brings you insight, inspiration, and positive vibes. So let's get into it. So welcome to another episode of the How to Love the Shit Out of Life podcast. So today I'm joined by author Sandra Lynn to love the shit out of our health. So Sandra's book, Cell Magic, is a great guide to healing yourself and transforming your life. So welcome, Sandra. Hey, thank you for having me here, Sally. That's all right. First off, we could just get a bit of background about yourself and your journey and what led you to writing the book and to where you are today in your life. Sure. Back in 2013, I was a passenger on a motorcycle on a Harley Davidson in Hawaii. I got off too fast, so I burnt my ankle on an exhaust pipe. Ow. It was painful. (laughs) Yes. That also led me to go down antibiotics for nine months as per doctor's request. Obviously, going on antibiotics that long destroyed your health, your gut, everything. I had really bad eczema. I also developed a lot of major skin issues and rashes and things like that in the body. It was just horrible. At the end of 2013, after nine months of antibiotics, it wasn't working. My mum suggested that I go down the natural path. We went to see a family friend who's a Chinese acupuncturist and herbal medicine doctor. Right. He suggested that I get rid of all the toxins out of my body by becoming a vegetarian for six months Wow! and do acupuncture and herbal medicine. So that was the beginning of my journey. Mm. So since the beginning of 2014, I haven't taken medication at all. So that was six years. Mm. So not even like a cheeky Panadol or Nurofen after a hangover? (laughs) No way. Wow. So six years. So that started my journey of not taking medication, learning about natural health, healing myself, Mm. things like that. So that was 2014, being vegetarian. I realised all the cleanse and the fasting, how it made me feel, how it also reduced my eczema, things like that. Also in the same year, unfortunately, my dad was diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. He was diagnosed with stage 4 cancer of liver and lungs. Stage 4 cancer means you you don't have that much longer to live and you're going to die soon. What really fascinated me was that with my dad, when he was stage four diagnosed, he was a perfectly functioning human being. He could move, eat, do whatever. He didn't look like he was sick. Yeah. And so the doctors were like, are you in pain? He's, he's like, no. He's like, but you should be pain. He's like, no, I'm not. Mm. And when I saw him go on chemo, I also asked him to do fasting and be vegetarian because it helped heal a lot of my ex and my health as well. And I did a lot of research on how to heal yourself naturally with cancer my dad refused, hmm. so he actually went on chemo, and that's when his health went drastically downhill. So seeing that firsthand, it also made me realise how with cancer, for example, hmm. it's not the cancer that kills you, it's the drugs that kills you, like chemo, radiation, surgery, that kills you, and that really opened my eyes as well. Wow. So I did a lot of research on how to heal yourself naturally, just like, say, for example, my health and also with my dad, cancer, and I mm. found a lot of information. So that's when I started, I wanted to put together a book in 2015, which is the same year that my dad died as well. Mm. I wanted to let people know, 
you know, there's a safer and natural way that you can also heal your health naturally. Mm-hmm. My dad wouldn't listen to me and I couldn't save him. Yeah. But yet I could, like, you know, save myself health-wise and be healthy. So I wanted to help. That's how I got into this journey, to spread the message, let people know, because we are such a pill-popper society. Yeah. As you just mentioned, mm. you know, t- um, people take Panadol and Neurophone for little things like headaches or even hangovers. Yeah. I don't do any of that. I'm, you know, six, six years drug-free. I look healthy. I'm not on the verge of dying or anything like that. Mm. So I want people. I want it to be like living proof that you don't need medication for everything and little thing. Yeah. So that's how I got started. Oh, fantastic! And I know in the book, you know, there's mention of the cleanse. So I'm assuming that is the the kind of six months period where you, you know, were vegetarian yeah. and everything. What would you say were you know some of the biggest lessons that you got out of that six months yeah one thing I learned was that food is either feeding or fighting a disease in our body so for example we can eat junk food Mm -hmm. that's going to help fuel our disease it could be heart attack stroke diabetes something like that if you eat something like fresh fruit and veggies you're healing it cleansing out all the toxins that were originally in you because it's fighting the disease within it's amazing when you actually think about all the stuff that you put in your body and what we have been putting in our bodies for, you know, since we were kids. Yeah. And I know, you know, I've read your book and one of the things we were talking about this off the air just before was when I was reading the book as someone who hasn't quite yet, I think, gone on that journey of mm-hmm. my health and, and understanding more about it. It was really easy for me to read because you've done it in a really simple way that I think anyone who is just interested in learning a bit more about their body and how the body is, you know, how it works and how whatever you put in it makes an impact. I think that um, anyone can read it. So I just wanted to get, you know, from one author to another, what a bit of your process was when you were writing the book and, you know, did you set out to write it so that it would appeal to the everyday person? I wanted to first make it easy for everyone to understand, put in layman terms. To be honest, it really helped that I had no background in the health and wellness space or the natural stuff anyway. So when I was interviewing a lot of these health practitioners, I had no idea. I've never heard of half of these modalities like Reiki, kinesiology, and half the food bit. So I figured, okay, I'm going to dumb it down to the arm so easily. Even a kid could understand. And I wrote it as simple as possible because there are so many information out there a lot of them are scientific my brain is not a scientific brain it's not analytical it's a very creative brain so it has to be really really simple and I wanted everyone to understand just the basics if they were more interested they can always research further but my goal is just to open people up and show them the alternative what else is out there yeah that's why I made it so simple and I'm glad you understood it yeah. because my goal was to let every everyday person understand it yeah. because the minute you lose them they're not interested they think it's too hard not for them but if you make it so simple it opens them up and my job as I was saying to you off air was just to plant the seed of information mm. it may not grow and blossom today tomorrow next year yeah. it may blossom 10 years time we don't know yeah but I'm only here to plant the seed and let it water when it's ready yeah I love that I love that phrase yeah because I think sometimes when we're confronted with the truth about you know what we're eating and the lifestyle that we're living it can be hard to accept that you know um like what is going on so I think when you are 
taking in information, if it is easier to understand, then it might make it a little easier for you to, you know, not go so hard on yourself about what you've been doing to your body for all these years. Because, you know, when you're a kid, especially, you might just eat the food that your parents parents told you. Yeah. Yeah, We don't know any better. And your parents are just learning from their parents exactly and it's a cycle and then there's advertising and sometimes you know you don't have time to cook so let's just get fast food because the kids are hungry and all those kind of things so I think sometimes we can play like a bit of a blame game when it comes to our health and sometimes Mm -hmm. I think that's not the best path to take it's like you know we can be really hard on ourselves but let's just look at some of the facts in a really simple way and learn yeah like that's to me that's the best way so um, just kind of flipping things a little bit, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the point of this podcast is to love the shit out of life and yep. talk about happiness and joy. Yeah. Obviously your, your story that led into this wasn't filled with a lot of that, no. but yeah, but I, I would like to know how this healing journey that you've gone on has mm-hmm. brought you happiness and joy. It's made me realize that any disease or health issues that we have ourselves, we created it so it means we can reverse it so for example i'm going to take my eczema i created eczema some of it was from the medication obviously Mm. but also one thing i learned through life some of it is emotionally so in order for me to reverse it i had to work on some of my emotions some of the emotions linked to eczema would be anger and sadness Mm. my eczema went absolutely crazy when obviously I was on antibiotics for nine months, but it flared up worse when my dad was dying when he passed away. Yeah. Obviously, it was a rough time. Mm. However, I learned, you know, I had to deal with those emotions. Unlike most people, you know, some people just suppress it, they drink, they smoke, whatever. When you face your emotions head on, mm. you're releasing it out of your body. And so my eczema actually disappeared when I actually faced my emotions how how does this relate to everyday life i know that whenever i get sick which is not that often i can heal myself naturally without medication some of it is eat healthier some of it is to work on my emotions because one thing i have a chapter in my book a lot of our illnesses relate to different emotions behind it as well as our body so knowing that i feel like okay you know what i unconsciously created a negative emotion I'm human I for example oh my gosh I got really angry at xyz Mm. so then something flared up in me because I haven't released it if I release it then that means this disease or this illness will go Mm. and also you know for some people it might be food you know they're eating crap food if they change it you know so everything that we create in our body disease wise we can reverse it that's why it's very empowering to know that you know that's why I can be not taking medication for six years and counting Mm. and I plan not to for the rest of my life because I know how to heal myself naturally and Mm. that's why I love it yeah yeah that's so cool (laughs) (laughs) um how would you say this journey has also helped you deal with other challenges so you know you've spoken about what you went through with your dad and you know obviously from that there's probably been some challenges that have come but even just everyday things so whether it's at your job or you know with friends or whoever how has this journey then helped you be able to handle those situations I think it's helped me grow stronger because when obviously you lose a parent at a young age it is really tough on you but it also helps you grow and realize what's important to you in your life. For me, I've realized how important time is because my time is now precious. I 
don't waste it or give it away easily. So I'm picky mm. who I want to hang out with, what I want to do. Also, I've also learned, for example, dealing with people, say, at work or whatever, if they're negative, angry, whatever, it's nothing to do with me. It's to do with them internally. So if someone's abusing the hell out of you and getting angry, you don't take it personally because, yes, it feels like they're attacking you, but they're just showing all the hurt and frustration inside yeah. because hurt people hurt others. Very um, true. I would say people who aren't hurts, I don't. I wouldn't call them normal people. Let's just call <laughs> them positive, empowered people. Yeah. They don't hurt others. They try to raise them up. And once you understand that in your life, you try not to take things too personally. One of the things I had to take realize from my life was because I felt guilty I couldn't rescue my dad from dying and he didn't listen to me in chemo but I realized that's his path Mm. he chose not to listen to me I had to accept that it's not my fault that he died so I had to let go of that guilt and that's pretty tough for a kid yeah and so then you realize you know what it wasn't meant to be but that's him he chose to die with um you know taking chemo he chose Mm. not to go down the healthy path that's nothing to do with me And that's just the same as dealing with people. You know, they don't have to listen to you um, when you're teaching them. Mm. You don't take it personally. They're just not ready. And back to people getting angry at you, that's just them expressing what's going on inside, you know. Mm. So you just learn not to take things too personally anymore and how important time is and not to waste it, give it to the wrong people. Yeah, I think that's really important. And, again, we were talking before just about, um, you know, sometimes you really want to help people and and obviously if you're equipped with knowledge and you in this situation you have a book that is like you can say well I have all this information I have all these kind of facts that I'm living proof as well of this journey but some people just aren't ready for it or maybe it is in their path and that's okay but I think it's really important that we don't as you said take it personally because everyone's here to do their own thing really so yeah I think that's really important I guess, like, in terms of what's next for you on this journey and also how you want to use the book um, Mm -hmm. and just this mission of a healthier lifestyle, what does that look like you, whether it's in a, you know, a year's time or a few years' time, what, how do you see it evolving in the future? One of the things I really want to do is get out there and be a speaker. I want to spread the message, talk on stage, travel the world and let people know about that. Because I feel, as I mentioned earlier, we're such a pill-popping society. We're brainwashed to think that every drug on the planet will save and heal us. I Mm. disagree with that. I believe... So I'm not 100% anti-drug. So obviously when there's an emergency car accident, yes, I get that. But I'm talking about things like, oh, headache, hangover cold even things like we've got cancer i know this is controversial there are so many people who have healed themselves from cancer going the natural path obviously sometimes you may not i get that but i'm just saying in general i don't think we should be looking at medication as the first case and i want people to know that Mm. what i want to do long term is run long-term health retreats and heal people with hardcore illnesses like your cancer and disease people don't believe that but I can point out there are so many people doing that and my idols are doing that such as Don and Tyler Tolman mm-hmm. I've also been to health retreats in Thailand which is a cancer clinic where they're trying to heal people with cancer without mm. medication so that's something very close to my heart obviously mm. that I really want to do because yeah. you know I couldn't help my dad but there's other people I can help if they're yeah. open, open to it so that's ultimately what I want to do long term that's fantastic I could see you doing that I can really you. see you doing that and I would love to come to one of your retreats thank you mates rates yeah (laughs) so what i wanted to know um just for anyone who hasn't read the book and and they're interested is there one 
key thing that you would say to any person you meet who asks you about this mm-hmm. lifestyle, this journey that you're on? So whether it's, you know, I know sometimes people have, like I've heard celebrities say, you know, when they're like, how do you look so beautiful every day? And it's mm-hmm. like, you must drink water, like yeah. just drink water. Is there one takeaway that you would say to anyone and everyone who you talk to about this journey? One is not a lot. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think the Cut, first, maybe one, two, three. The first thing I would say is a lot of our illnesses, physical illnesses, manifest internally mm-hmm. from the mind, body, spirit. So back to the emotions part. Just say I'm going to use eczema because a lot of people have eczema. I had eczema. Mm. If we, one of it is bad eating, the other one would be the emotions. As mentioned earlier, it'd be the sadness and anger. So. With eczema, in order to heal it, you obviously you've got to eat healthy, um, reverse all the crap food you've eaten, but also work on your emotions. I feel a lot of our diseases, based on my research, is a lot of emotional underlying within us. I think if we do a lot of emotional check, if that's the right word, mm. for example, let's just say you got really angry at someone and... What's the best example? Okay, let's just say you... Okay, Sally, let's just say... You verbally abused me because I sat on your favorite chair. <laughs> I would totally do that. I can't think of anything why you verbally abused me. That's my favorite chair over there. <laughs> I know, but I can't think of why you yeah. abused me for something like that. Yeah. But I must have triggered something mm. at that moment, or however within you, it may have been because something within you um, reminded you back in the past. So it's not really me triggering it. But it's like you just haven't had a chance to let go. So maybe when mm. you're young, your brother and sister always sat in your favourite chair, wouldn't let you. Yes. Something like that. So now you're taking it out on me because it's bottled up unconsciously. Mm. So we unconsciously bottle up a lot of emotions that we've never dealt with. Half of it, I would say, is emotional emotions to do with relationships. So when you get in a fight with someone, it's not really they didn't wash the toilet. It's more like they don't listen to you, whatever, something yes. like that. There's a deeper meaning the deeper meaning, yeah. the anger. So we all need to work on our emotions Otherwise, we have too many baggage or they erupt and then we don't have good relationships with people mm. and then we become angry, depressed, something like that. And that mm. also builds and manifests within our body to diseases because we haven't let go. Yeah. So one of the things I would recommend to people is work on your emotions, whether it's meditation, mm. yoga, something, um, journal therapy, something like that, yeah. that would be one thing I'd tell people. Because we are so taught to suppress our emotions, especially yes. men. Don't show your emotions, yeah. you know, bottle, 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 but then it blows up. Yeah. Even as women, I've noticed nowadays, we're taught to be so nice and kind. We're mm. not so taught to be angry. If we're angry, we're just taught, oh, we're okay. like the crazy angry They're woman. crazy, yeah. <laughs> but that's not true. I'm not telling mm. everyone to be angry and be psycho, but, like, work on your emotions, you know. Mm. Um, so what a society says, don't show it, but work on it somehow. And so yeah. we're, we live in it. So that way it's good for your health but then we live in a nicer kind of place mm. and I think a more open place as well exactly. because if you're working on your emotions you're more likely to be having conversations where there's a lot of emotional intelligence going yeah. on and it's not just you know people just talking shit and yeah. spewing out crap into the world like yeah I know that's that's a really important point I think and I know for myself like I've I think definitely the last few years I've been more aware of my emotions. I think it also comes as you get a bit older and you start to see things a bit differently and you're more aware of, okay, I'm feeling really angry right now or really stressed, so I'm going to go for a walk or I'm just going to 
breathe and, and yeah. I know it sounds stupid of course you're breathing but, but just, as in deep breathing to yes. let it go and release because that's what they teach you in yoga yeah something like that you know and I would agree because it's one thing getting healthy but mm. you if you don't work on your emotions it um again that's not going to help heal you you've got yeah. to work on emotions because I've also learned the hard way I ate healthy tried mm. to heal my eczema but what really healed it was I had to work on my emotions yeah. at the same time and when I finally worked on it my eczema healed yeah it's so, like a good balance between exactly the two and yeah. a lot of people don't know about that that's why I had to put it in the book because mm. we're taught hey you know you got all these diets nowadays like yeah. the keto the paleo the vegan the vegetarian all this stuff but you also have to work on your emotions at the same time yeah. and people don't mention that yeah and that's I think one la- takeaway yeah. i would definitely tell people to do i think the labels as well sometimes on those different diets i, I think people can get their hopes up a lot but you, yeah. you're right i mean it's not necessarily about what diet you're on and you know you can fancy it up in whatever yeah. way you want but if you're not working on yourself as a person yeah you can probably eat as healthy as you want yeah. but it's not going to have that balance yeah. so i think that's that's really important so how do you love the shit out of your health sandra if you could sum it up again i'm, I'm getting you to sum up things that's and okay it's, you know really tight yeah but yeah in in a sentence or in a paragraph however yeah. you want to explain it how do you love the shit out of your health i think one thing i love so much is that i know how to make myself healthy and vibrant if i'm human so there are some times i do get angry stressed eat unhealthy food but I know how to reverse it in a way gets me back to neutral or happiness Mm. and I just feel empowered at the same time because at the end of the day you know if I go through a rough patch in life I know that you know this can be easily fixed and I don't mean overnight you know but Mm. I'm just know that you know this is just gonna this what this to this too shall pass and this time will heal yeah so knowing that there's always gonna be light at the end the tunnel it's only temporary you know it's great yeah that's That's one thing I would probably say that's what I love so if it doesn't Mm. matter let's just say I keep using eczema that's the easiest if I have eczema (laughs) um you know I had eczema recently but I Mm. worked on my emotions and it's like healed dramatically yeah and I was like this is freaking awesome because obviously I don't take medication steroid Mm. cream any of that I worked on my emotions obviously I was eating healthy but I had to work on my emotions of what was stirring it up yeah and that just really healed it so that's what I love you know whatever I created internally I can reverse it it's awesome that is so empowering to be in control of your life and your your life yeah health that's wow yeah that's very impressive and I think yeah I I know in my own ways when I'm in power when I feel empowered that does bring a level of joy because I'm like yeah like I've got this I'm owning this yeah I think there's a real power and joy to that so definitely because one motto I have that I hold closely in my life is health is wealth Mm. we spend so much time making money and be successful but we kill our health along the way no amount of money will ever pay for you to be healthy if you're in your sick bed you've been told you got stage four cancer one million dollars is not going to help you live longer you know you could try the new drugs and stuff but you're it's not going to help you heal being bedridden things like that so my take especially seeing what happened to my dad and personal is that i work so much on my health so i can whether make money or go enjoy life because Mm. you only have one life you need to be healthy you can't be healthy and make money on a deathbed yeah being bedridden so I would tell people, you know, I know we're taught to chase wealth, get the biggest, fanciest stuff. Look after your health first and everything else will come. Yeah. If that's look, my advice, pretty you, much. Yeah, you, and you can't 
take all that money with you when you go no and also you know things like i don't know you know what you think your take on this so when you you wrote your book about um how to love the shit out of your life one of it is you know you're gonna work on your mentality Mm. mentality comes from the emotions and work on your health and i'm sure everyone knows this you can't be a healthy happy person eating junk food all the time because i don't know if you heard your gut is your second brain so if you're eating crap food that's going to affect your brain and thinking yeah so i would also argue at the same time that you need to look after health first in order to be happy and live the life that you want because then you're thinking clearly. Final question. What are some other ways you love the shit out of life, Sandra? I think I know one of these. It's football. Newcastle Knights. Go the Knights! (laughs) Did anyone watch a game last night against the Roosters? What was the score? 38-12? It should have been 38-6. It should have been just 38-0. Exactly. um, So, yes, I know you are a big NRL fan, so I'm assuming that is one way that you Mm -hmm. also love the shit out of life. But what are some other hobbies or just interests, other things that you love the shit out of? I love to travel. I'm a travel-holic. I love (laughs) traveling because I love to see different places I like to try different food, mainly the vegetarian, vegan stuff, mm-hmm. and also relax by the beach. I like to draw. I'm trying to get back into it again. I used awesome. to draw a lot as a kid, but it's really cool. I like to make healthy desserts as well. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast, Sandra. Thank you I for having me. I love having chats with you. Um, and, you know, it's Same. always good when you sit down with like-minded people mm-hmm. and you can just talk about the deeper things in life. Yes, um, definitely. But finally, where can people, one, purchase your book, Sell Magic, and two, interact with you on social media yep. and online? They can go check out my website, www.cell-magic.com. And they can also go find me on Instagram, sandralyn 88 or just Google Cell Magic on Facebook so they can connect with me and buy my book there. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you for loving the shit out of life with me. Don't forget to like the How to Love the Shit Out of Life Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. And if you don't already have a copy of How to Love the Shit Out of Life, the book, You can purchase it now through most major bookstores. Till next time.